Welcome back. It has been a minute. This is Podcast of the Universe for Masters of the Universe. I hope all is well. All is well with me. Before we get into the good stuff, I'll tell you that my roll up the rim this season has not been good. I've played 21 times. 21 times I've rolled up that rim. Do you know how many times I won something? Once. That's disgusting. But I'm not here to talk about Tim Hortons or how they did me wrong. But I thought I'd mention that. I hope you're having better luck than me if you're rolling up those rims. Now, a little piece of good news is I will be a father likely in August. So it's very exciting. Me and my wife are expecting. And it would be August, around August 23rd, would be nine months if it was one baby. But twins come early. So we're looking at around August 3rd for the birth of our identical twins. So we'll be having two boys or two girls. So there's no chance of a boy and girl, so we can't call them Adam and Adora. So back to the drawing board for names, I guess. But I'm look, very much looking forward to that. We're going to have a busy year. And this was a big year. We were just married in August. I mean, we have been together for quite some time, seven years. Uh, but this last 12 months have been big. There's been a lot going on. So I'm looking forward to that. But we're here to talk about He-Man. Today I watched Season 2, Episode 47, The Attorney of Flower. So, let's get into that. And this is obviously a anti-drug PSA episode. And it made me think about the PSAs when I was a kid. And some of them were pretty corny. Even as a child, you wouldn't take them seriously. But there's one that stuck out. And it dealt with uh, substance abuse. And I always remembered it. So in that commercial, they would, fl- they would show a man in a rehab facility. And they would show his brother going to see him. And then it would cut back to home video footage of them when they were kids. And they were playing and having fun and everything was good. And the song they played in that commercial was The Hollies. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. So I thought at the end of this episode, I would play that song. So let's figure out what happened in the episode, and the Hollies will play us out. I apologize for my absence, but I'll try to get as many episodes as I can between now and the birth of our twins, who are now just referred to as Fetus A and Fetus B. We don't know the sex yet. All right. This is episode 47, season two, The Attorney of Flower. And I almost forgot to mention find the show on twitter at po24mo2 and you can find me on instagram and that is at this is po2 that's used for my other show as well now we can get on with the episode this episode opens with prince adam tila cringer orko and they're waiting for Jono and his little brother chad the two young men arrive in a wind raider and Jono drops Chad off and then flies away. 
They comment that hopefully he'll be back in time because that evening, Jono was going to be given the title of Boy of the Year for all of Eternia. So we see that Jono has dropped Chad off and flown away to meet Count Marzo. Count Marzo was back. And he was in the previous episode, not the one before this, but he was in a previous episode called The Double-Edged Sword. So uh, Jono goes to meet with Count Marzo in Chimera, and he wants a flower that Count Marzo has, this black flower. And Count Marzo gives it to him, and he says that he wants Jono to introduce him to all the other boys of Eternia uh, in return for the flower because Jono is a social influencer. Jono agrees. He's given the flower, and he begins smelling it immediately. We cut to the ceremony, and everyone is awaiting Jono, who has not yet arrived. We then see Jono driving the, or flying the Wind Raider, and he's slurring his words, and he has a very rough, rough landing. It's not quite a crash, but he puts it down pretty hard. So outside of this grand arena, this open-air arena with large walls around, he says that he's going to take a shortcut. So he begins climbing the scaffolding that is up against the wall, and he gets to the to the top, and Count Marzo is watching this, and he's talking about uh, uh, basically he's going to take control of the attorney and children. They'll do his bidding, and he'll have an army, and he'll overthrow King Randor with his Coney-type army. So Jono reaches the top of the wall, and he lets out some yahoos, and... He's in danger of falling because he's um, he's basically high on the flower. So Prince Adam runs, turns into He-Man, who then throws Tila up on top of the wall to save Jono. Uh, back at the palace, Tila is lecturing Jono, who says he just wanted to have fun and he doesn't want to talk about it. So Tila leaves the room and says, well, maybe you'll want to talk to me later. When Tila leaves, Jono goes into Man-at-Arms shop and he gets on the Skype machine which is probably not called the Skype machine uh, back in 1982. So Jono uh, tells another boy on video to meet him at the Meadows that night and to bring all of the other, all the other children. So Tila goes and finds Prince Adam, and Prince Adam has found the black flower in the Wind Raider that uh, Jono was piloting. And before Prince Adam can pass it to Tila, Orko comes out of nowhere, snatching away from her, and he says, this is the Black Nightmare plant. It's from actually, it's from his home planet of Trolla, and he says that it does things to your mind. It makes you laugh, cry, hallucinate, it can make you sick. And then they put things together and realize that this is what got into Jono. Orko says that all of the plants were destroyed on Trolla, so he's not sure where this one came from, but he says he will get in touch with his uncle Montwork and see if he can give him any leads. They go to Jono's room, but Jono is missing because before they got there, Count Marza was there with his henchman, Chimera. Chimera looks like um, Yummy Mummy from the cereal. Uh, that would be my best description of him. Uh, but they've taken Chad and Jono, and when Prince Adam and Tila get there, they're gone. Orko shows up and says that Uncle Montwork told him that Count Marzo actually had a black nightmare plant farm 
So they head out in a Wind Raider and they catch up to Count Marzo. Count Marzo, by the way, flies a ripoff TIE fighter. Count Marzo puts Prince Adam Tila Orko Cringer in their Wind Raider. Uh, he surrounds them with a force field. And Orko says, Do you want me to use my magic to get out? And they said, No, that's dangerous. We'll probably get hurt. And Cringer said, Well, can you use your magic to get me some food? So Orko conjures up a hot dog but it's raw so then he tries to cook it with his magic and then he just burns the hot dog but when he burns the hot dog he actually burns a hole in the forest field so they're able to get out so count marzo is giving Jono instructions uh, for the meeting and to introduce them to uh, him and uh, the flower as well chad pipes up and tries to interfere and tell Jono not to do it so count marzo uh, gives Chad the black flower and basically Chad gets high off the flower. This upsets Jono who says leave him alone he's too young for that and the kids begin arriving and Jono tells them all to leave and to send help. So Count Marzo and Chimera uh, they call wolf bats to come keep keep um, everyone busy so they can escape as a diversion so Prince Adam, Tilo, Orko, Cringer arrive. Prince Adam turns into He-Man, who takes out the wolf pads. He basically grabs their tails and throws them away. Teal and Orko catch up with Count Marzo and Chimera and tie them up. Uh, He-Man leaves and Prince Adam returns. Uh, they go to the ship where they see that he sees that Count Marzo and Chimera have been captured. And Count Marzo uses his magic and disappears. So Prince Adam has the sorceress create a portal for them uh, to travel to Count Marzo's farm so they can destroy it. So Count Marzo in his farm uh, sees that there are intruders coming so he hits uh, a button for this iron wall to raise up and it separates Tila from Prince Adam. So Prince Adam becomes He-Man again. He pushes the wall over. Uh, they go into the building and... Um, they capture Count Marzo, Tila tackles him, uh, He-Man hits him with the uh, classic line, uh, down for the count, and He-Man destroys the operation. Back at the palace, everything's taken care of, Count Marzo's been dealt with, and Jono admits to his mistakes, and Tila says that he's obviously learned something, and if you can guess, if you can't guess, sorry, the moral of the story, the moral of the story was that Drugs are dangerous. Uh, drugs can make you sick. Uh, they can even make you die. And not to take them from anyone, even friends. And you should always check with someone who actually loves you first. And that was the episode. And that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me. You can find the show on Twitter at Po2FromO2. You can find me on Instagram at ThisIsPo2. And I hope all is well with all of you. I hope to be back soon with another episode uh, but I'm not going to uh, say when but I will be back usually when I say I'm gonna be back soon something comes up and it doesn't happen so I can only tell you that I will be back until next time you have the power put your hands together the Hollies performing he ain't heavy
He's my 